Thank you for tuning in to Wove Inspiration Podcast with host Althea Richardson. Wove stands for Women of Vision and Excellence, and the mission is to inspire, encourage, and uplift women and the men who love them to becoming all they were predestined to be. And it starts with restoration. Grace is a mindset coach, and she provides people with tools and intuitive guidance to help them overcome self-limiting beliefs and manifest their dreams. Grace, thank you so much for being on the show today. Hi, Adele. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited for our meeting today. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. So, Grace, tell the audience a little bit more about yourself and what you do. Yes, so I'm a mindset coach and uh, I use neurolinguistic programming in my techniques when working with clients. And uh, I find that it really helps them to understand themselves at a deeper level. And for me, it really helped me to like open my mind to new possibilities and see beyond the, the self-narrative that I used to tell in my head. And uh, that's my mission in life right now, to help people and pay it forward what I've learned for myself. Um, because once you start doing the inner work, your whole world transforms. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and now I know that for myself, being a counselor, the reason why I got into counseling is because of my past experience. So tell the audience about yourself <laughs> as far as why you decided to go into this field. What, what brought you to this? Yeah, so you had the same feeling as I did. It's like you get inspired from your own experiences, right? And uh, you don't want uh, other people to suffer like you. So basically, yes, I was in 10 years of abusive relationships. My last boyfriend had uh, a fully blown narcissistic personality disorder. And uh, I wasn't aware of that when I was uh, 24 years old. So obviously, I had fallen prey to the manipulation and abuse. And... uh, I was completely lost. I had lost faith in God and myself. I had lost trust in everyone. I was uh, working in jobs which left me feeling even more lost. So, um, yeah, those years were very, very hard for me. I also was getting sick and it's like everything was falling apart in my life. I'm ending up in hospital at a very young age. It, It was a very difficult time. And at some point, um, my sister took me to a guide. He really, really transformed me uh, so gracefully. And um, I had told him that I had lost my faith in God back then. And he didn't try to impose his beliefs on me. But by showing me the way through love, basically, it really unfolded within me, like naturally, without him having to force it. And uh, I'm really like forever grateful for his work with me. Yeah, he, he really helped me to open up my, my heart again. And since I found God, <laughs> it's like it, he, it empowered me to, and it gave me strength to overcome what I didn't believe I could overcome by myself. Yeah, that, that is amazing. And for you to have gone through whatever you went through to the extent that it had an effect on your mind and 
how you perceive things in life. And now you're using the tools that you had learned to help other people. So what what are some of the techniques that you use when someone comes in, let's say, for example, just came out of a bad relationship that was abusive? I want to say even a narcissistic (laughs) type Mm -hmm. relationship with an individual, what techniques would you use to help that person? Yes, so every person is different, of course, but uh, what I find in all of the people who uh, fall prey to these uh, narcissistic people is they have to have like a part, uh, a period in their life where they grieve. Grieving is like grieving the loss of the illusion of this idea that you had of this person, which you realize that he didn't or she didn't really exist. So there's, uh, it's really important to also like allow your emotions to rise because sometimes it can get so painful that you try to distract yourself so you don't feel the pain because it's very, very difficult. And uh, to allow yourself to feel your emotions so you can process them and uh, release them because otherwise if you keep them in your body they can even cause sickness yeah so that really really helps and I find that also mindfulness of their own emotions and behaviors and life choices and it helps them understand themselves at a deeper level and they start even questioning why they ended up with these kinds of people for example why they allowed the abuse to happen because, um, like, uh, okay, what happens to you happens to you. But then even me, I start questioning, why did they allow someone to treat me like that for so long? And that says something about your beliefs about yourself. And you start digging in and going deeper. Mm-hmm. And that is the way to, to make sense out of what happened. Uh, so you can learn and not repeat the same mistake because that's something that I also see sometimes. It's like uh, people keep getting st- stuck in the same kinds of relationships. It's like there's a pattern there and they just can't understand how to break it. And it's really just, it boils down to understanding yourself and w- what happened in your past experiences that are leading you to keep creating the same scenario in your life. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you've seen that in your work as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My, there is a particular author that I have been following, and I'm trying to, and she has an app that's called The Neurocycle. I'm not Ooh. sure if you're familiar with, with her. Dr. Carolyn Lee, that is her name. This, this lady. to me. Yeah, she, she is uh, an individual that actually implemented the well she discovered the idea of um being able to basically change our mind <laughs> literally through doing wow. different exercises and and mm-hmm. everything and it's phenomenal the way that she demonstrates it mm-hmm. and i i equate it to she 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 gives a demonstration on how a groove if we keep making the same choices over and over again we're we're basically have this groove in our in our brains and our pathways that's basically has us stuck <laughs> i'm just yeah. that's, it, that's the way i equate yeah. it is that it keeps us in that same pattern but when we start changing our behaviors when we start doing things 
differently from what we were doing before, then we're able to change our our um, pathways, our neural pathways, and start going, you know, doing things really differently. So um, I'm not, I wasn't sure if you were familiar with that, but um, that book is, is phenomenal. She's got a lot of work out there as well. Yeah, she sounds uh, very interesting. And it's true. It's uh, the neuroplasticity of the brain. Thankfully, we can work on it and change it. And of course, it can feel very challenging and uncomfortable at first because, you, as you said, to get different results, you have to make different choices. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we make the mistake of like expecting our environment to change and then we start feeling better. Yeah. But you can't wait for things to be perfect around you because what if they are never are perfect? So if, if you work on how you respond to your environment, that gives you the real power. That's when you have the real power because you can act uh, and respond consciously rather than falling into the same patterns. And it's like you're being an autopilot. Mm-hmm. So awareness, um, as, as I said, like mindfulness would really be uh, an important element in healing as well. Yes. And I don't know whether you're familiar with meditation, for example. I am familiar with, because I am someone who is faith-based, so I am familiar with meditating on God's Word, but I am also familiar with the other techniques as far as meditation is concerned. Okay, very interesting. So it's uh, like a contemplative uh, prayer, like centering prayer. Exactly. Yeah, that can be really inspiring as well, uh, because I tried it myself, and it's like, when you when you read the script and you give it like a moment of silence and you let it sink in, it's like you start understanding them at a deeper level, mm-hmm. which I find to be really beautiful. Yeah, 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 definitely. When I'm when I'm thinking of meditation, I'm thinking because there's a scripture that says that we are to meditate on His Word both day and night, and meditation meaning that. You know, you've 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 read his word and you've thought about what does it mean to you? And then you're having a conversation of, well, me literally (laughs) having a conversation (laughs) with God about, you know, my situation and, and everything, but not so much to where I'm just like I'm doing it for a long period of time. It's always a thing for me. It's always a thing to where I'm having a constant conversation with God anyway. And so mm-hmm. his word that I study and, and everything I meditate on, it just becomes something that's a part of me as a believer. So, yeah, that's that's where I am. It's <laughs> uh, very beautiful because uh, it's like uh, you you live his words, basically. You you like they're in your head all the time. Yes. So you live through them, which is really beautiful. Yeah. And I think if everyone uh, did that, the world would be in a much better place right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. If an individual is uh, struggling in a relationship, how would changing her mind, her or his mindset improve their relationship? Yes. So for example, if, if you're attracted to toxic people, 
it means and especially if you tolerate the abuse it indicates some uh, inner core beliefs that you have about yourself so that is where mindset comes in because you, st- you first you have to shed light and become aware of this and then you're able to understand where they're coming from and that they they are really uh, controlling your life without you being aware of it so by removing these inner core beliefs and changing your mindset uh you start perceiving yourself differently and also the world around you and you'll open your mind to new possibilities and new choices which before it's like they were there but you couldn't access them like you couldn't see them so for example if if you've just met someone new and this person seems charming but f- from experience for example you notice that they're saying something or behaving in an erratic way or saying something that seems toxic you have a choice now you have experience and you have awareness now you have a very important choice to make to see whether you're going to tolerate that kind of path again or choose better for you yeah. and that's where it comes to the mindset and self perceptions and self worth because if you think that you deserve to be loved unconditionally and accept, expected and respected you're not going to tolerate certain behavior because you know that you, you shouldn't be treated like that right. and you're not you're not scared of finding better and searching for better you're not scared of being alone um when you strengthen your mindset you you allow your your choices to be moved by love instead of fear and anxiety yeah so i think it can really really be powerful and maybe some people don't relate to mindset and relationships they say um, how is this related to me choosing my significant other but they they're really ring- linked together yeah I, i i totally agree with that the reason why i say that is because some of the clients that i work with a lot of them are in abusive relationships because they saw abuse in their family and it's become something generational sexual abuse the mom was uh, sexually abused the daughter was sexually abused it's i mean it's just really interesting how the the generations of of women that that come the women that come into my office they experience the same thing again um especially when it become when it comes to abusive relationships and i i always look at it that for me it's like it's um a generational like a spiritual thing that's passed down from generation but it also has a lot to do with the mindset and how mm-hmm. they looked at their parents relationships but then when they get into that type of relationship and they don't look at the red flags that's when it's like okay are you picking up the same habits that your mm-hmm. your mom had when she was in that type of relationship mm-hmm. yeah i think that's that comes from a point of like um because as you say if you have if their family were like that um you they shape your environment when you're still at a very young age so perhaps they didn't know how to set boundaries for example right. and uh, 
it becomes tolerable for them. It's like quite they they normalize it, and it's such a shame. And uh, when they become aware of it, they realize that life shouldn't be like that. Like it doesn't need to be like that. Yeah. There can be a whole totally different reality. It's just I think it's it's everything they know, and. When you realize that you can have better, you can be better, it opens your world up to a whole different possibilities. Yeah, absolutely. Talk to me about what emotional intelligence is and how important is it? Yes, so emotional intelligence, it was really key in my transformation as well. Um, Emotional intelligence is mostly related to understanding your emotions and being aware of your emotions and your life choices, like being able to do proper inner self-reflection and see the positive qualities and the weaknesses. So uh, I see that some people, for example, fail to acknowledge their, their good qualities. And when I ask them questions about who they are, they respond with the negative qualities immediately. And uh, there, of course, this leads toward uh, narcissism. If you only see the positive qualities in you, that's also not healthy. So um, self-awareness, yes, helps you to have like a proper inner reflection. And then the second pillar of emotional intelligence is self-regulation. So you learn how to manage your own emotions. And it helps a lot with impulsivity, for example. Uh, let's say you feel uh, really, really bad, angry, sad, uh, an, an unpleasant emotion, and you either find yourself doing shopping or binge eating or texting the ex that was uh, abusing you. Yeah. And learning how to manage those emotions puts you back in your power so you can take the seat and take charge of your life again. Mm-hmm. And emotional intelligence also helps with empathy and connection and sometimes i see that people who tend to get in abusive relationships for example they empathize a lot with others but they fail to empathize with this with themselves and their own feelings it's like they're neglected so enhancing your emotional intelligence will teach you how to connect with your own emotions and others as well and uh, it, it helps people put them on a path where they become so equipped with this uh, emotional intelligence that they start making better choices and they feel motivated. They have a new purpose in life. Uh, you learn how to make goals and to validate yourself and not wait for other people to make you feel whole and worthy and complete. Yeah. It, it's really empowering. I don't know whether you've worked with it before. I have not. Then again, I might have, but I have a variety of things that I do uh, with my clients. But one question I'm I'm curious that I'm not sure if you'll be able to answer or not, but there are a lot of women that have been in relationships where the the guy was very narcissistic. Is there any hope for a narcissist? Yes, I've read a lot about this, to be honest with you. I did a lot of research. And uh, the psychiatrists and psychologists say from research 
that it's it's very 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 difficult for a person with a fully blown uh, personality disorder to change because first they have to admit and for them this is something that's really really hard to do mm-hmm. and it, sometimes like this person for example had days that yes he he said that he he can recognize this qualities in him but then comes another day and they denied the conversation completely right so it's like you're not getting anywhere with this kind of people and even if they admit it because they hit rock bottom and they cannot take more from their own suffering and they start going to therapy it's still not guaranteed because they really have to be consistent they have to really like do the work so i cannot say completely 100% no but the chances are very very low yeah yeah unfortunately I- Yeah, I've I've read that as well and like, you know, because there are a lot of women that will continue to be in that type of relationship knowing that they're being gaslighted and all of that in hopes I guess they think that uh, maybe sometime later on down the line that they'll change. I wasn't really sure if that was even possible because of what you said, you know, they may start that individual may start with the idea of, yeah, I need to fix this, but then uh, soon after they'll say, well, no, I'm okay, or something mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, that's interesting. For, for me, it, it all ended when, as you're saying, it, when you lose hope. Yeah. And I've seen women who spent like 20 years of marriage, and they know their tricks by now, and they know what's happening, but they still have some kind of hope. And I wonder how much they are willing to make themselves suffer because if you keep sticking to these kinds of people, they will drag you down with them. Like, you don't stand a chance against a sociopath. Yeah. I thought that I could do it and I tried everything possible and unconditional love and understanding, but it was really um, disrespecting my my own needs and emotions to try and take care and save this person where I wasn't even managing, you know, and it was not my responsibility to do so. And I find that many women feel like they're responsible for their feelings and they feel like they need to save them and make them happy. Yeah. But it's, it's not within your responsibility, especially if it's damaging you. And uh, the trauma bonding also really um, keeps them hoping because they're, they're smart, the narcissists, the way they do it. They don't give you a hard time all the time because mm-hmm. that would make it easier for you to leave. Right. They give you a sense of hope. So they keep you hanging there, you know, and people get addicted to that. Yeah. There's been studies on the psychology that happens and the, the chemical release in your brain when you get validated by your abuser again, and then he takes it away from you. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's, it's so powerful. And you feel completely like helpless against it. You, it really takes a lot of strength. But for who, who anyone's listening, like to get the courage to get to the other side, because once you open the door, oh my God, it's like, I thank God every day for, for opening my eyes and my heart and being able to get over it. It's totally worth the, the challenge. <laughs> Absolutely. So what's the most important thing that life has taught you? Mm, that's a very interesting question. <laughs> huh. 
I think that's trusting in myself because that's something that I I lacked from my childhood. And I feel that it's because that I never had that sense of self-trust and self-reliance and like listening to my voice, to my opinions, to my principles, to my emotions. I think that giving the, the self-love to yourself and respecting your needs and emotions really, really helped me that it's like everything will, will be okay. Because if, if you're doing that, you are okay. And whatever comes your way, you're strong enough to take it over. So if I feel that if I had uh, the ability to trust in, in my intuition and in my gut feeling, I would have realized and paid attention when my gut feeling was telling me that something is very wrong here. But if you're trained to ignore your feelings and uh, to like put them under the carpet and try to fix things, um, then you're, you're very bound to enter into that kind of relationship. Yeah, definitely. Grace, how can people get in contact with you, take advantages of your services, do you do speaking engagements, all of the things? How, how can people reach you? Yes, yeah, so they can reach me uh, through my website, um, grace.being.com. And I have my email address there, my social media links, and they can contact me through the site as well. Um, for anyone who's interested, they, I can offer a 60-minute complimentary call so they can have a better feel and see if they would like to continue working with me. And yeah, if, if anyone has a question or they're in a difficult situation and maybe they would like some guidance, please feel free to email me or contact me and I'll be happy to, to share my insights. Awesome. And you are on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Pinterest. Is that correct? Yes, awesome. exactly. Awesome. <laughs> Yes, you guys need to definitely get in contact with Grace to get some assistance with changing your mindset in regards to your relationships or anything that you are experiencing in life. Grace, do you have any last words for our listening audience? Yes, um, to tell them that no matter how dark it gets sometimes, the light is always there to save us. It's just we don't see it sometimes, but 100% sure that it is there. <laughs> so let it lead your way. <laughs> Absolutely. Grace, it has been an honor to have you on my show. Thank you so much for sharing so much wealth of information. I've learned a lot as well and have been refreshed <laughs> with my, with Thank my you, education. I really appreciate your time and I, I hope that we are able to have you back on the show again to you know, share some more insight and in everything that you do and Thank you. You know, do some collaborating as well. Yes, that would be lovely. I really had the pleasure of speaking with you today. Awesome. Thank you, Aldea. You're welcome. Hey, you guys, this is Althea with Wove Inspiration Podcast. You guys have an awesome day. Take care. God bless. Hey, this is Althea, host and producer of Wove Inspiration Podcast. Wove Inspiration features women and the men who love them who use their voice to share their stories of overcoming obstacles in life. Everyone has a story, some good, some not so good. 
the common factors for guests on Wove Inspiration are their solutions and their victorious endings. You can follow us and leave a comment on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Wove Inspiration. You can also subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other platform you listen to podcasts.